I believe that love is all around us. Love is everything and everywhere. I am love. You are love. We are all love. In our divinity, in our soul, in the truest and simplest form of our being, we are pure, unconditional love. Love is the answer to everything. Every week in this podcast, we're talking to incredible and beautiful people who will be sharing their insights and perspectives to help you find more peace, to help you come from a place of love more often, to help encourage you to be kinder to yourself and others, to help you create more happiness in your life, to help you feel more oneness with others, and to help you connect to your higher self. My name is Justin Court. Together, we will help shift the collective consciousness of the planet to be more loving, kind, peaceful, happy, empathetic, understanding, and accepting. This can only be achieved together. It starts with each and every one of us. We are one, and it's time we start acting that way. I am so, so grateful that you're here. I love you, I support you, and I'm here for you. Let's together create more love in this world. Let's do this. Today's guest is my friend Jamila Ogilvy Craig. We've known each other since high school. Our friendship has grown more and more as we've gotten older and realized we are on a very similar spiritual path. She's actually someone who I noticed was already on this path as I started my own, and she helped give me the understanding that I wasn't alone and the confidence to keep going on this journey. What a gift. In this episode, she tells her story of leaving her high-paying New York City Wall Street job to pursue a life that resonated much more with her true purpose and her soul. She also shares her incredible wisdom, which has helped me grow as a person, and I hope it does the same for you. Please welcome my friend, Jamila. All right, my amazing friend, Jam, welcome to the podcast. I love you. Thank you for being here. I love you. Thank you for having me. Everybody out there, me and Jam Jamila, we have been friends since high school, which is wild. So good. (laughs) Me and Jam really knew each other. So I was really, really good friends with her younger sister, uh, who's a year younger than me. And then through the years, you know, me and Jam saw each other a bunch, uh, became friends. And then I really feel like as we got older and really more in like our 20s is, is when our friendship you know, started to even grow more and more and more because I think we both kind of realized, and I learned a lot from you, Jam. You're, you're one of the people who like helped elevate me uh, on this path and this journey. Yeah. But I think we just really started to realize that we are on uh, a similar wavelength and on a similar path. And then that just grew our friendship uh, even more, which is so cool. For sure. For sure. Yeah. I, I remember, I think it was like when I first got to Portugal, you and I hopped on and had a call about spread love. And I was just yep. telling you how, like, I could imagine you speaking to audiences, sharing the message, you know, spreading your love in a more amplified way. And like, 
since we've had that call, that's exactly what you've done. So. Oh my gosh. I remember that call. That was super powerful. And it's like, Great for me to hear somebody like you that has confidence in it and in the yeah. vision and in the dream and, and is fully supportive, which just really, really uh, means the world. Yeah. I, I appreciate that. I remember we connected too uh, on Michael A. Singer's book, The Untethered Soul. And that was something too where after listening to it and knowing that you had i was like wow I, that was like literally one of the moments jam where i'm like we are really on the on the same path yeah. and jam is really somebody that i that i can learn from more and more that book for for anybody who's listening to this if yeah. you have not read or listened to that it is definitely a game changer on just like the way in which we can enjoy our life experience and, and put ourselves in the driver's seat Yes. I, it was mind blowing for me at the time when I read it. Me too. It really, it is literally one of those books with the concepts in there that is a paradigm shift because it will literally alter your thoughts and your reality. And he has, Michael A. Singer has another phenomenal book that I listened to. It is called The Surrender Experiment. I love that so one as well. Yeah, unreal. So definitely check that out as well. Um, so right now, uh, Jamila is living in Portugal, mm -hmm. which is so cool. <laughs> and, um, so Jam, just talk a little bit about just like your, your story, right? Where you were living mm -hmm. when we were living in New York city at the yeah. same time, you know, what you were doing then and how you made this massive shift from your prior um, the industry that you were in, that you were working yeah. in to, yeah. to what you're doing right now, because it is a, it's an awesome story. Yeah. Um, I guess where to start, you know, mm. I, I think, you know, I've been on the road now at the end of this year will be three years since me and my partner made the decision to leave New York city. Um, you know, it's interesting because looking back on it at the time, like we were both feeling a little bit burnt out from the work we were doing, the lifestyles we were living and, not really feeling fully fulfilled and it was just like this feeling inside and it was really hard to describe to the people around me but it was just this like feeling that like there was more like i wanted more i wanted to experience more i wanted to see more i wanted to live more um and it was just like at the time something that was we created it in our minds but it took some time for us to figure out like how to actually bring that to life um, I was working in the finance industry at the time, um, have an accounting background, working for hedge funds. And after 13 years, I like spent so much time there, but I'm like, this is not me. This is not where I belong. And, you know, I think what's interesting when you get to that point, and this was like frustrating for me was like, you know, you know what you don't want, but you're not necessarily sure what you do want. And I always tell people like knowing what you don't want is a really good thing because that does give you the option to choose. So, um, you know, both my partner and I decided to transition from our jobs and uh, we wanted to leave New York to spend a year living abroad. We spent, uh, our plan was to spend six months in Thailand and six months in Portugal. We got to Southeast Asia. We ended up being there for seven months and then we got to Portugal and lo and behold, we're still here. <laughs> mm. um, yeah. So it, yeah. It, it was, it was a journey. And, you know, I think looking back on it all, 
I think sometimes we just have to trust in the feeling, even when we don't know exactly what's on the other side. Um, I remember people kept asking me like, what's your plan? What's going to happen? What, you know, and I didn't have any answers. And that was yeah. like really just trusting the journey at that point. It's, it's honestly, it's so, it's really brave because everyone always expects like the society that we're in, they expect there to always be a plan, exactly. right? You have to, and especially everybody, Jam was killing it in New York City, <laughs> making a ton of money yeah. working for a hedge fund, like wild. And I just have so much love for you that you and your partner, Peyton, who I love so much too, that you guys uh, just had the the sense and the peace of mind to have the understanding that this wasn't fulfilling you guys yeah. anymore at all. And it's really easy and safe to stay in a situation where you are financially stable, even if you're not feeling fulfilled or you're feeling very unhappy, right? It's because there it's safe. It's safe. Right? It's safe in in many ways. And when you can be in New York City and be financially safe and stable, that is a a hard thing to to walk away from. And I just, I have so much respect and love for you guys that you you did that and, and you took that step especially when you didn't really know what was going to happen. Yeah. And, well, and you make a really yeah. good point, Justin, because it's like, you know, we work for years to like build this safety and security and like, then you get there and you're sitting in it and like all of a sudden it's like, wait, is this what I even want? <laughs> you know, like, yeah. and I honestly credit like, you know, getting a deeper understanding of myself in the process. And that was right around the time I read The Untethered Soul. And I was able to kind of become more of the observer of like what was happening around me and in my life and how I was engaging with it to even know that like this, there is something you want to make a change for. And sometimes just like creating that space can be so difficult, especially in cities like New York where it's go, go, go. You really have no ability to turn off. So Mm -hmm. it's wild. The unknown can be obviously a very scary place because even in, even when people are miserable or very unhappy, at least they they're familiar with that situation and they know it. And there is some comfort there, even though it may be in a negative space, but there is some degree of comfort. So when you can not know what's coming and still take that leap, it is incredible because I am such a firm believer and I, I've got this teaching from uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza that all of the magic, all of the beauty happens in the unknown. Yeah. So if you're doing the same thing every single day, well, then nothing's going to change, exactly. right? So if you're just, yeah, and if you're just sitting in that misery, there's honestly, and this is real, everybody, there's no one to blame but yourself. Don't take that as, as an attack. Take that as an empowerment tool to be like, yes, I do have control over this and yeah. I can make a change, right? Exactly. And in that un- <laughs> and that unknown can be very scary, but the unknown is filled with infinite possibilities for you while the known is really filled with those very finite possibilities that you're already so aware of. Agreed. And Jim, the fact that for people kept asking you like, what are you planning? What's the next move? That could have like, completely brought you down and you and pain could have been like, okay, holy, like, what are we doing next? Yeah. Let's just stay here. Exactly. And I just, you guys are awesome. I love that you just took the leap and you went. Well, and, and there were times, I'm not going to lie that like, you know, being in a city like New York, when you leave your job with no job and you tell mm-hmm. your friends and family like, oh, I'm going to move abroad for a year. 
people have a lot of questions and, yeah. you know, people want answers and <laughs> I had to get comfortable with myself first with not having the answers and knowing that not having the answers, as you said, created these limitless opportunities and possibilities because the only answers I had at the moment would have kept me in that box that I no longer wanted to be in. So yes. once I was able to really sit in that uncomfortability, like everyone else around me kind of had to come in and join because like jam doesn't have a plan for you. Jam's just going abroad. <laughs> so. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. Honestly, there's something really powerful and incredible about not knowing, right? I was talking to a guest the other day and that was something that they were so excited about them not knowing yeah. because when you know it is, it's very familiar. It's just kind of like, there's not much room for growth right there. Yeah. But when you can be in a space where it's like, I don't really know. And I'm just putting faith in myself and in this feeling that I have in my soul. Like everybody go with the feelings that you have in your soul and your core. Yeah. Go right with your gut, gut really. mind. And the gut mind yes like i've been learning to listen to that and it's funny because like what i've been doing lately is writing things down when my gut tells me something so i can revisit that later and realize like okay you actually knew the answer to that two weeks ago but your mind needed to be in the lead but your gut your intuition tells you it tells it you and that is that's something I, i'm really trying to work on as well when I have that internal knowledge that I know is correct, but then the ego and the mind jumps in with all of these worries and I don't know about that. Why do you really think that that might not work? Trying through meditation and other practices to try to quiet the mind and quiet the ego mm -hmm. and honestly be in a space of like not thinking yeah. of no thought. Yeah. And then just seeing what comes and, and seeing and observing what those thoughts, because like, I feel like a lot of people I speak to about meditation. And when I talk to them about, you know, how much meditation and my practice has transformed my life, it's this idea that like all of a sudden you're going to have no thoughts and everything's going to become quiet. And it's like, no, you're just going to have the ability to be the observer of your crazy mind and realize, you know, the roller coaster will take you on every day and that you don't have to go on that ride that you get to mm -hmm. choose. Like that's where the freedom comes in. Yep. Well, being an observer and that is exactly what Michael A. Singer talks about in the untethered soul. Mm -hmm. And for everybody listening, when I first started to listen to that book, it didn't make any sense to me. I'm not even kidding. I, I almost bailed on it in the really? first chapter I did because I was like, I don't, I don't even know what you're talking about. I'm like, you're the observer, this other voice in your head. I'm like, the voice is me. Like, what are you talking about when it's not? There's ego. There's this chatter that really isn't the conscious Justin. It is the ego mind that is trying to protect me, but really mm -hmm. not, mm -hmm. not really doing a great job at it. And um, yeah, I really almost gave up on the book. I, I can remember... Uh, I was either on a run or a walk and I was like, this is stupid. I have no <laughs> idea what's going on right now. And thank God I followed through. I don't know if there was like something internal with me that was like, just just keep listening and keep at it. And and thank God I did. So anyone who is unsure of this or isn't really understanding what we're, we're talking about and you listen to that book, just see it all the way through and I promise it will change your life for sure. Yeah. No, it's interesting yes. you shared that because the first time I discovered the book, I did a book club with a few people and one of the people who ended up attending the group didn't make it past the first chapter and wanted to still be a part of the discussion, but was like, you know, my, that voice in my head 
is the voice that empowers me, gives me my strength. Like I can't dismiss that voice. And what they missed out on is that he's not saying you need to dismiss it. Nobody's saying like, shut that voice down. Right. It's just saying, create the space to listen and hear it at all moments, because sometimes it will lead you in the right direction. But um, yeah, so you're not the only one who kind of was like questioning <laughs> this, like, is this guy really telling me this right now? <laughs> I was just, I was like confused and just hearing it for the first time. But that's like where that growth can happen, right? And that was in the unknown. I didn't understand what was going on. I didn't know it at all. But again, for whatever reason, I, I'm so grateful that I stuck with it because that was really one of the first books that put me on this path that... It was just like one book after another, 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 and they all connected, but they all really started from that book. And um, it's really the idea of just being the observer and understanding that those thoughts aren't you, right? They're not attached to you. There's these, these, this energy and these thoughts that are passing through you, coming in and out, and that they are, that they're not you. Yeah, which you, don't, you can get really, to choose. Really... You get to choose to let them go, which is exactly. the beauty that I have found in meditation because I've always felt like I have like a super active mind. And I remember like years ago when I first started to meditate, I was like, you know, this this is impossible. Like these thoughts just don't stop. And it wasn't until I allowed myself to realize that the object of the game is not to shut the thoughts off. Mm. It's to observe them and understand where are they coming from? Who, whose thoughts are those? Because as you said, not all of those are even ours. A lot of what we think comes from the external world that we live in. So we yep. have to be aware of how all that's like filtering through our minds and then kind of dictating like how we engage with our life experience. For real, so many times are there things that we've been told by society, by our parents, by our siblings, by our friends. There are these thoughts that we have accepted over time, right? And we think that they're ours because we're the ones who are thinking them, but it's really been planted in there uh, by so many other people, mm-hmm. which is wild. That, I, I, that book, I, I just when you can really have that awareness and jam, thank you so much for clarifying that with meditation that because the people out there who have never meditated before, because I was there. So was jam. We, I mean, I didn't know what I was doing. You just said, you know, it was a challenge for you too. So to, to know that you're not just sitting there in a thoughtless space, right? These thoughts are still coming. You're just not allowing yourself to be taken away by them. Yeah. You're sitting there and you're letting them just drift and you're, you're, you know, you're aware of them, you're seeing them, but you're just then releasing them and letting them go. Yeah. One of my good buddies who Jam knows, his name is Rev. Phenomenal, phenomenal guy. Great guy. And really. And we were talking about meditating uh, and he helped me understand this concept. Uh, he's like, what I do during meditation is I'll, you know, I'll be there and I'll be there in this place of peace and silence. And the thoughts are coming to me. And he's like, what I what I kind of do is, you know, I'll, I'll sit there and let, like they're a balloon and he'll mm-hmm. let them kind of come. He'll be with them for a moment. Mm-hmm. And then he just releases that thought and lets yeah. it go. Yeah. Yeah. That I love that. A- I, for, for me, I like to think about it in the form of like waves because like I'm an ocean lover. So I'm just like the waves yes. coming in, let that wave be here. But in a few minutes, a few seconds, that's all just going to stream right back out and they're going to come in and out and you can just let them, go. Yeah. You don't have to hold on to them. And I, what I find to be the most like 
freeing thing is that what the mind likes to do is create storylines around these thoughts that are not even real. So like you, you really get to like free yourself from like going on like this crazy ride that's not based on reality. So mm -hmm. it just creates more, so much more space for you to engage with what's, what's real. Yep. You know, and your reality are based on your thoughts. Mm -hmm. So if you're sitting there and letting these thoughts overtake you, that is creating your reality. If you're able to recognize and acknowledge and see what's happening and realize those thoughts aren't yours and choose to think differently, then that will create your new reality, which is like the coolest thing ever. Once I had that understanding, I'm like, oh, what? I can create my own reality? I'm not just sitting here as a victim, allowing things to happen to me with no control whatsoever. Exactly. That was a, a massive one too. Yeah. It's like, a, it's like, it's so freeing. You just yeah. get to experience like life in a different way. And I think one of the things we were talking about on and with Rev actually in one of our mastermind calls was, you know, eventually once you can really develop a seated practice, like sitting down and meditating, eventually the benefits of that start to flow into your everyday life. Where mm -hmm. like, as you're like having conversations with people or going through your daily tasks, you start to experience this mindfulness and awareness where you can just be fully present in everything that you're doing. Like, I remember when I first started meditating and people would talk about like meditating while they worked or meditating while they walked, or meditating while doing the dishes. And I was just like, what does that even mean? But yeah. it's, it's this line between, you know, like moving out of your seated practice and allowing that mindfulness and awareness to just stay with you. And I find myself times sometimes like pausing throughout the day as like moving in between tasks to just like check in and say, mm -hmm. Jam, are you here? Like, are, are you actually here? <laughs> yeah. Amazing. That was one of the things I honestly Rev helped me help me with as well. We're now in the morning. If you know, I have to get uh, started with work like earlier than usual and I don't really have time to meditate, but I'll take our dog summer for a walk. And I'll walk around for a half an hour and I'll meditate as I'm walking around. Exactly. And it's like such a wild uh, thing to do. And it just gives me that time back because I'm really not quite my same self if I don't meditate in the morning. Mm. Right. Because it really puts me on this when I do. It puts me on this just amazing path uh, that I'm able to go on as opposed to if I don't, I'm not really putting myself in the right mindset and space. So the day can go in, in any other crazy way. Mm -hmm. And this is something I, I really, I just picked this up from uh, somebody who I'd interviewed the other day. And Jam, how you were saying to be present and to be aware because, and like checking back in with yourself to be like, okay, I'm like, am, am I there? Am I here? Mm -hmm. And um, because what this person was talking to me about during uh, one of the other uh, podcasts was even if you're not present and you're not there, you're still manifesting, right? You're still creating and when you're not present and, and you're not aware of it, you're just going to find out later whatever that whatever that created and whatever manifested from that. Mm -hmm. So it's like it's just so much better for us to bring our awareness in and to be present so that we can be more conscious and more deliberate in what we're manifesting exactly. Exactly. as opposed to it just being whatever. That's, that's you know where what I mean? the intention comes in. Like when we yeah. can be aware, we can infuse the intention into what it is that we're doing because mm -hmm. we all get so used to kind of this autopilot like. And I, I, like, I just remember there would be days that would like go by when I was like working and grinding. And like, you would ask me what I like did on a Monday, on a Thursday. And I, 
I, I don't know, just the same, you know, just that same routine. Like I'm, I'm not really mindful or aware of like all of the things that I'm doing throughout the day and how they're making me feel. And are they things I even want to be doing? <laughs> exactly. Oh my God. Are they things I even want to be doing? And so many times, if you can bring your awareness inside, it, it's going to be thing. You're going to realize that the things that you're doing are not actually what you want to be doing. But without the awareness, you don't even know that it's there. You don't even know that these things are there that you either do or don't want to do. You're just kind of going with it without any conscious thought of what's actually happening around you. Yeah. Which is wild. So I would love to shift just a little bit. Mm -hmm. You know, I am a massive uh, fan of gratitude. Uh, <laughs> gratitude, once I, I had the uh, understanding of the power of gratitude, and one of the things that really helped me get there was The Secret, uh, which is just... Another one. Oh my gosh, a phenomenal uh, documentary about the law of attraction. And they talk about gratitude and the immense power and once that came into my life and my awareness, I just started seeing it more and more and more people talking about how powerful it can be and how much it can change your life. And then, you know, in doing the uh, 365 days of gratitude, I was able to witness that firsthand how gratitude can in a moment completely change a situation because you could be looking at something negatively or in a bad light. And if you take a step back and instead change your thought and say, okay, well, where is their gratitude here? Gratitude is always around, but it is up to us to intentionally put our awareness on it so that it, be, so that it can become uh, a part of our life. And when you're able to do that on a regular basis and you're able to shift these negative, not so great situations, instead of looking at it that way and saying, okay, okay, where's the gratitude here? How can I be, how can I find gratitude? How can I be grateful for this thing that's happening that I think shouldn't be happening or I'm upset about? So instead of viewing it in that negative way, boom, you start to view it instantly uh, in a positive way. Mm -hmm. And um, just in life right now, Jam, I would love to just know anything that, uh, that you are grateful for. Oh, what am I grateful for? Well, it's, you know, so many things, uh, you yes. being one of them. <laughs> uh -huh. um, but, you know, I'm really grateful for this experience that I'm going through at the moment. Um, hmm. I recently had a surgical procedure done in February, and that required me to take about two to three months to recover. Um, you know, and just going through the motions of like, being in a hospital during a pandemic, not being able to have my loved ones around. Like there were so many things that, that were difficult. But as I was going through the motions, what I tried to do was hone in on what it, what it is, what can I be grateful for? from? What can I take away from this situation as like positives? And, you know, being on the other side of, this whole process, like I actually feel like that surgery was a gift because in some ways, you know, it allowed me to heal my physical body, but then take two to three months of this divine rest in which I completely was able to put everything in my life on pause to focus on myself, which is something I've never really been able to do as an adult. Um, wow. 
because even when we did make the transition to leave New York, I felt as though I did have some anxiety about the uncertainty. Whereas this time around, when I was like taking this break, it really felt as though I could just fully rest and be comfortable in the space where I was. And I'm just so grateful for, the, for that time. You know, I, I didn't realize how much I needed it. And now being on the other side of it, I, I just feel like I'm in a place now where I'm grateful that I get to figure out how I want to reintegrate all of those things that I put on pause. Like now it's like a redesign. Um, so that's something I'm, I'm super grateful for right now. It, it, you know, it's crazy to me. But <laughs> it's that is it. That is literally exactly it. That is that shows right there the power of gratitude because, oh my, having a surgical procedure and having, you know, to heal for months could be detrimental to someone's mind and their physical body and could potentially put them in a state of depression, literally. That's how powerful this is. So instead of going in potentially a literal state of depression, you are finding gratitude and love and hope in this situation, which again, totally changes your reality. It is such a, it's such a shift. And Jam, so I, I knew that uh, Jam was going through this and I, I was I was worried about you. Literally in the beginning, I'm like, I hope Jam's okay. Everyone in the mastermind group, we're like, we're hope, we hope that she's good. And I cannot tell you how beautiful it was to then hear Jam's perspective that she was grateful for, the, for this time, that she was grateful for this healing. And it turned our worry, it completely uh, diminished it, right? It, it vanished, it went away. And that, it, that too, our worry and our anxiety is negative energy that we're putting out into the universe. But instead, because you had a grateful heart, it completely changed that. And I remember being there and being like, okay, cool. I don't have to you know, worry or, or feel anxious for, for Jam right now because she's doing the work. She's doing it. She is finding the gratitude in this situation that most people may not find gratitude for. Yeah. And it's tough. Like I can't, I can't yeah. say it's always easy, you know, because right. like, I know a lot of people look at people like us and say, oh my gosh, you're just super positive all the time. And, you know, like there's difficult things to deal with in life and you just don't seem to have to deal with them. No, we're dealing with them. We're just choosing right. how we experience them. And to me, that just goes back to the mindfulness and the awareness and being able to understand those thoughts as they're entering your mind, because like, I'm not going to lie. There were times where my mind was starting to get the best of me, but I could step back and see that and say, okay, that's not the road we want to go down. So let's reprogram um, that. For real. And that's such a, a great point too. It's like Jam and I are just like everybody else, just like you. And I'm so glad in the vulnerability of you right now that you express that there were times that your mind, your ego started to take over and worry and doubt and have fear. And, Everybody, it is, again, it happens to us, but it is that intentional active thought of changing it, right? Like we're feeling the same things that you're feeling. And, you know, sometimes we're able to change our thoughts. Sometimes we're not, but we're going through it too. And it is just about the awareness to make that difference and really just to sit there with it, realizing, okay, this is not what I want. This is not how I want to feel. And in that moment being like, okay, now how can I look at this differently? That's that's exactly. not all that it is, but that is what it is. That's at the root Don't, of it. For real. Don't think we're like me or Jam are like, or Jam is like- I'm not magical Jedi people. mind tricking it over Ex here. <laughs> exactly. 
We're not like these <laughs> magical beings who never feel fear or never feel doubt or, ang or anxiety or negativity. It's just we're both working on it that when those thoughts come into our minds, just trying to think about it differently. Yeah. And knowing that they're usually there for a reason. So like if we can like at least like observe them and see them and, and pause, we can give ourselves mm -hmm. the space to just go beyond the thought to think about like what what is happening in my life right now? Why these types of thoughts are even entering into my mind. Yes. <laughs> Right. Like trying to go to the root of the problem, the not root. just on, exactly. yeah, not just surface level, but actually being there. And this is why meditation has been so life changing for me. And I, and I feel like why it has been the same for so many people, because it trains your subconscious mind to start to do these things mm -hmm. and to start to, to think and to start to pause and go internally where you <clears throat> are having these thoughts of like, okay, well, where is this coming from? instead of just being in it, feeling those things, having no thoughts and just accepting it for what it and is. Identifying and identifying like, with it, like, and being like, this is me. Yes. Like I'm, I'm sad. I, you know, I'm anxious. Like I'm fearful. Like those thoughts do not define you. So yes. that right. pause, wow. like that the pause that we gain through meditation allows us to, yeah, just take that step back. Like Huge. take that macro yeah. view, like really like what's going on in my life on a whole, you know, as opposed yeah. to just getting lost in, in whatever that thought stream is at the moment. Mm -hmm. Thank you for saying that. Those thoughts are not you. They're not. Which I got to tell like, myself that every day too still. Yeah, me just too. Seriously. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> me too. Be like, no, 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 this thought isn't you. Literally those thoughts like the fear, anxiety, those things, th that, those are literally, it's energy. And it's not us, it is energy that is with us during those times and it's energy that it will pass through us and, and then be released and be gone. But that was such an awakening for me too, to be like, wow, these things aren't me. Mm -hmm. They're just things that are happening in this moment that I can then release and not at all identify with. Damn, huge gem. Exactly, and I feel like once once we're able to like really observe the thoughts, that's where like I feel like it, right now I'm at this like, point in my process of also trying to just reprogram my thinking as well. Mm -hmm. So like, not to say I can control my thoughts, but I can create some anchors for myself where like, this is what the subconscious mind wants to be thinking. And I mm -hmm. think I shared this with you and the mastermind group, but those like, I am affirmations and just calling out those things that you want to be that you want to call in. And just mm -hmm. like, letting that kind of be on repeat in the mind because you'll find that those are the thoughts that I always want at the front of my mind. <laughs> yep. Wow. The I am statements are the coolest. Something too that recently came into my awareness maybe like a year or so ago saying I, I am as opposed to like I want or, you know, someday I will or I'll try to having the I am statements because then you're projecting that you are that thing. Yeah. And we're telling yeah. the world we're telling the people around us, we're telling ourselves what it is that we want, who, who mm -hmm. we want to be, what we want to manifest, like yeah. what our intentions are. Um, yes. And even if, in the moment, if inside we don't really feel that way, the beauty of the mind is that, you know, in 15 to 20 days, say that to yourself every day, it's going to be in there. <laughs> so true, right? We can literally train our mind to start to think in a different way. Really, I, 
a beautiful example is during the 365 days of gratitude, it trained my mind to seek out gratitude. Like what? They're like, seriously, it was like blowing my mind at the time. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm like that. It really was crazy for me. And I was so grateful for that in itself that I was not even purposely in moments because I had been doing it for so long that I would just, my subconscious mind without conscious thought would literally pick out and seek things to be grateful for. And that can be used in, in everything, you know, not just gratitude. It can be used in, in any thought that you have that you may not believe right now, mm-hmm. right? Because I think it, it really has a lot to do with the feeling and, and the believing. So even if you don't believe in the I am statement that you have right now, like Jam said, keep repeating it over and over again. Let it become your mantra because mm-hmm. as you do that, you will feel it more mm-hmm. and it will become who you are. And it will be something that you truly believe as truth. And once you know something as true, that is when things manifest and that is when things can really change for you. Yeah. And you start attracting more of what it is that mm. you really want for yourself. Yeah. Right. Because when, I mean, law of attraction, energy, we're all energy. When you are saying the I am, you are putting that energy out into the world and like attracts like. So in time, those things that are going to resemble the I am statement are going to start to show up in your life. And because you're so concentrated on it, you are just naturally, like energy aside, you're naturally just going to see those things more because it's something that you're just thinking about more often. So like, of course, your brain is going to recognize those things when you see them where before, you know, before you were concentrating and using that I am statement, it might've been right in front of you, but you didn't didn't see it. didn't even realize it. Yeah. 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 It's like a new lens. Mm-hmm. For real. That's a crazy realization too, that depending on where you're at in your mind and everything, you could be in the exact same situation, having a really positive, open, beautiful mindset or having this deep down, not being aware and have the same exact situation be presented to you. And you will see it in a totally different light, depending on which perspective you're yeah. coming from. And that's wow. choice. That's like the freedom of choice that we all have, like to choose how we want to engage with our experience. Um, it's yeah. funny because like, I've been thinking about like those reminders that like, I need to give myself going throughout my days sometimes where you forget that you get to make the choice, but the beauty is like right in that moment, you get to begin again and say, okay, mm. I want to shift this experience. Like, yeah. like it's funny. Cause like, I remember one day, like me and Peyton were getting ready to go to the beach and we had like an argument in the morning and we just like, weren't really like feeling each other. You know, when you're just like, yeah. you're doing things together, but you're not like feeling each other. Mm-hmm. And then we like get into the car and like, we're about to drive to the beach. And like Peyton just looks over at me. He's like, can we begin again? Like, can we just start the day over like right now? Cause this isn't yeah. the energy we want to have between each other. And just in that moment, you make that choice and you start over. Mm-hmm. Like God, it's so Peyton. simple, but like, you know, like I feel like yeah. it's also so like sometimes a, a concept that can be hard to wrap our minds around because we weren't taught right. to, to be right. and operate this way. Mm-hmm. Like in reality, it is simple, but if you've never had that thought or that concept brought to you, it doesn't exist. So no matter how simple it can be, if it doesn't exist to you, then it doesn't exist. And there's no real possibility of you, of you getting there. And I, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to use that and think about that more often now that you can just, can we just start over? Yeah. Right. 
it's literally never too late. No matter what is happening in that moment, you can always just start over. Wow. Yeah. Thanks for that, Jam. Yeah. That was no, a big it's, one. It's like a. It's funny because I'm like, I've been thinking about a tattoo and I'm like, I feel like I've been a tattoo begin again on my wrist. So like anytime I'm going through the day and my mind gets the best of me, I'm going to look down and be like, oh, okay, start over again. We can start For again. Uh -huh. <laughs> what a reminder. <laughs> what a reminder. Yes. Amazing. So Jim, what I uh, would love to know. So let me see here. So you're just, you really are just such a, a beautiful person and everybody, I, I really mean this jam has helped me grow a lot for real, really. And, um, Jim, I would just love to know for you in this beautiful life, uh, that we're living, what do you feel like your overall purposes and what in life do you want to create? Interesting. Oh, this is a juicy one. <laughs> and you know the deal. We talked about this in the mastermind. This is something I'm always trying to work on. It's okay to be in silence. It's okay to sit with your thoughts for a minute. You know, I feel like yeah. in society, we feel like we have to rush so quickly and we get very uncomfortable in silence. But this is a, I mean, this is a thought provoking question. You know what I mean? It's not just like, boom, you know. So if you know, great. If you want to, you know, take some time, do you. Yeah, I, I will say, you know, just like thinking about it, one thing I have learned over the years, especially with like leaving my, you know, Wall Street job that gave me so much of my identity and mm -hmm. then not having a job and not knowing what I was going to do and having people ask me like, oh, so what do you do? Like it put me in this place where I was like, I had to look at purpose like completely differently mm. and almost like strip away the doing because I feel like so much of what we're taught around purpose is like, what is it that you do for work? What, how is it that you show up in this world with some sort of activity? And mm. at the moment I didn't have an activity. Um, so, you know, I would say what I've arrived at now and, you know, it's something I'm still discovering is that I feel as though part of like my purpose is to, to empower others through my life experience and what I'm doing and, and how I am allowing myself to find my freedom. Um, I think it's so important that we allow people to see, as you were saying, Justin, if you don't see something, it's not visible to you. So see different examples and representations of people, you know, who look like me, who talk like me, who are mm -hmm. living and experiencing life in a completely different way. And, um, you know, as I move forward, I really want to empower other people to live and lead the lives that they want to, to have. You know, I feel like yes. we all deserve to to have a life that we want to wake up in the morning to and feel good about. And not to say every morning is going to feel good, but in general, to to be in alignment with yourself. And um, you know, I find myself kind of realizing that as I as I go through this process for myself, it's something that I really want to help others to embrace as well. Amazing. The coolest thing about that is that you're doing it literally right now. <laughs> like, boom, like mind explosion. 
your purpose, you are in the midst of it in this moment. It's like you're already doing it. Well, and yeah, that's good, that's that's well, where it, and that's where I feel like you know we need to allow ourselves to simplify like this mm-hmm. definition of like purpose where we can just get to the core of like who we are as people and through being those people we are living through our and be like we are in our purpose you know i can still be this person who i am and do any form of work and still be in my purpose so it's not you know these external activities that are gonna define who i am like exactly i love that love that and uh, we were talking, obviously, a little bit about uh, meditation before. And when I have these conversations with people like you, who I literally look up to, and I, I just have so much love and respect for, and knowing that you've gotten to this place of awareness and spirituality and enlightenment, really, what are, and again, we talked about meditation a little bit before, but what are maybe some of the other things that you do on a regular basis, on a weekly basis, that help put you in that sort of a state of mind? Mm. That's a good question. I, so I'm a, I love yoga. You know, I feel Mm. like I find yoga to be a form of like meditation for me, especially when I really get into a place where I can align my breath with my movements. That's like a practice that really helps to bring me back to, back to my core. And, and also just, so much of what I experience on the yoga mat when I have a challenge or when I get on there and everything's just like flowing perfectly, it kind of is really like synchronicity with like how we experience life because like every day is not going to be easy. Every experience is not going to feel the same way, but what can we do to like learn from it and grow through it and just experience it? Um, Mm -hmm. So that's something I love. Um, I'm a big writer, so journaling is really huge for me. Um, yes. I also love journaling because, like, I started journaling a lot more a few years ago, and like, what journaling can also become is like proof of the manifestation and the beauty that we all can create. Because when I go up into you know my boxes and I take out my journal from you know three four years ago when I was just thinking about possibly leaving my job without a plan and like all of the anxiety, all of the things I was experiencing, being able to go back and and see that in writing and see that version of myself and see the growth. Yeah. It can be mind blowing, you know? Uh Uh-huh. Wow. Journaling is something that I, I don't ever do. And when I hear a story like that, that you can, wow, you can go back to that time and have just a little insight into the person who you were Mm -hmm. during that and just kind of seeing where you've come from from there how you've grown from there it's just it's it's amazing and i I, you know i know one of the things that you do a lot too and this is such a i think such a big part of it is because it it falls in line with meditation Mm -hmm. and bringing your thoughts inward and just being aware Mm -hmm. and that is just like i think such a massive way to come to a more loving place and a more kind place and to just have more understanding for yourself and have more self-love and then also have an understanding uh, for other people as well. Because literally when you can have, when you can stop judging yourself and be aware of your thoughts and have more self-love, 
it is just a definite thing that you're going to be able to project that love out to more people. And when you feel love for yourself, it is just that much easier to feel love for other people. Yeah. Be compassionate for others in the way that you can be for yourself, you know, not judge someone immediately by, you know, how they're presenting themselves and know that, you know, behind that person, there is, you know, an individual just like yourself who mm-hmm. is possibly suffering or going through something that they may also, you know, need to be supported in or need to work through. Like it just allows us to see the humanity in others when we like allow ourselves to see it within ourselves. So true. Right. Cause then it just, it helps us connect more uh, to that person and yeah. love, love is connection. I, yeah. I feel like they're so synonymous and, and one with each other. And when you can realize that everyone else is like, right, when you can be aware of your struggles and what you're going through, you can realize, okay, everyone else must be going through the same thing. Exactly. And right, like on those days where you may have been mean or rude to somebody, think about that and think about what created that, right? Was it the person who cut you off on the road or was it something that happened to you the day before or in that morning that put you on that frequency so that when this little thing happened, it threw you off the rails. Exactly. And it, it created this this place that if you were in a better state of mind, that wouldn't have bothered you. And exactly. you wouldn't have gone down that dark Well, well it makes me think of the four agreements that we were discussing. It yeah. gives you the ability to not take everything personally because we're all walking around carrying our yes. stuff, you know? Yeah. So like when you realize you have your stuff and you're working on your stuff, like when someone approaches you in a way that may initially be off-putting, like you can step back for a second and say, you know, this is probably not about me, like yep. at all. And then that just allows you to release those negative emotions and instead replace them with like compassion and love and care where you're just like, Hey, is everything okay? Why you just came at me like that? (laughs) Exactly. Right. If we could change the thought from being aggressive or being angry or mean back towards that person and shift it to the thought, like you just said, Hey, like what's going on? Like how, how are you, you doing in there? Because Honestly, you can't be doing really great or you wouldn't have reacted in that way. So instead of taking things personal, right, realizing that in reality, it has nothing to do with me literally whatsoever. It's what you're going through. And when we can realize that, we shift the attention away from us and then we're able to give it back to that person and then feel compassion uh, and empathy for them. One quote that I posted uh, a a couple weeks ago and it's something that's like really really stuck with me it is never wish them pain that's not who you are if they caused you pain they must have pain inside wish Mm. them healing that's what they need Mm. Mm. if we as a civilization as a society as a race could embrace that beautiful beautiful truth can you imagine the confrontations, the negativity, the literal killing of, of each other, how that would prevent that and how that would stop it. And not only just stop those things, but instead of being there, we're bringing it to a place of love and peace and kindness. Yeah. So it's like you're going from one radical right to the other. And that other radical of love is just the most incredible space that 
as a society, I just wish that we could get there more often. Well, and I think you just said it so well, Justin, because I feel like our work as individuals to try to contribute to this type of society is to have the mindfulness and awareness within ourselves first, because then we can start to approach everybody and everything around us with with this with this view of compassion and love and understanding because we we can see people for who they are and how much we have in common and and how much we all just want the same things at the end of the day exactly we're all just the same we all want happiness we all want love we all just want to feel good Mm-hmm. That's literally it. I feel like if you break it down that simply, that's that's really all that we want. And um, there's just such... and I, and I think you know we all define those things differently. You know because right. like what you would say brings you happiness could be different than what brings me happiness. But what we need to realize is at the root of it, it's the same emotion that we're all like seeking that we want to feel. Yeah, and that's such a beautiful point because in that thought as well to know we all want the same, right? We all want to be happy, but our versions nail the jam are of happiness are different. And in that thought, understand that there's enough. There's literally enough to go around for everybody because what you want is not the same that I want. So, mm. right. Knowing that it's all there and there, there's enough for all of us that takes away resentment towards someone else that takes away anger or jealousy towards Mm -hmm. that person. And when you can remove that too from this world, it's just, yeah, you know, the vision I have of, I think that we both share and have uh, for this race is just, it's not where we are right now. And it's things like this, it's, it's understandings and thoughts and concepts like this, that if we fully embrace them, wow, we'd be living in heaven on earth. Forget hell. Exactly. That doesn't even exist anymore. We'd just be here in such peace and love and happiness. And we're taught though, you know, Justin, what you said is a really good point too, because like we're, we are taught that there's not enough. Like a lot of us have been, you know, programmed with this, this idea of lack. So when we're moving through this world, like there's not enough for everybody. There's not enough for me. I have to make sure that I secure what I need for myself. It just makes us all so self-centered. So, you know, when we can shift and, you know, see that, as you said, there's more than enough for all of us. And if we can, you know, have a mindset of abundance and, and overflow, that's when we feel like I have enough for me and I have even mm-hmm. more to give to everyone around me. Exactly. And that removes fear because so much of our life, of our lives are, are fear-based where it's like, okay, well, if I want this happiness, oh my gosh, what happens if someone else takes it from me? What happens if someone else grabs it first? It's like, like we don't need to worry about that. Because if someone takes and- it first, it wasn't meant for you. Oh yeah. <laughs> that. Can we talk about that? <laughs> that is it. Wow. Yes. Oh my god. Accepting gosh. that cuz that's really hard too. Like that's still it a is. concept I struggle with every day. It's like, you Me know, too. what is what is meant for you will come to you. You know, like attracts yeah. like. So, mm-hmm. you know, for instance, when you see, you know, an opportunity or or project or or an experience that you wanted to have that you didn't get to have or someone else had 
and you feel like you're lacking. Like in all reality, that wasn't yours. You might have prescribed it to be yours, but because of what just happened, Mm -hmm. that lets you know it's not yours. And that acceptance and letting go creates room for what's yours to come to you. (laughs) Beautiful. Exactly. Be grateful that you didn't get that thing because, again, now it gives you the space to attract what actually is meant for you because I'm a really firm believer that God, the universe source has a much greater, grander plan than us. So when we think it has to go in this exact way and it doesn't understand that there's a bigger plan and that we are being guided by this beautiful energy and this beautiful source and try your best to accept that. And like you said, that that's hard. That's, that's, that's the work. Hard some, <laughs> yeah, that is the work. And like, that's like a miracle when you can get to that place. Like that's literally a miracle of life when you can have that understanding and release and accept the idea that what you thought maybe wasn't best for you and that God source universe has this incredible and beautiful plan that will far exceed what you can even imagine. imagine. Yeah. Imagine it, it, you know, it's like, And that's why, you know, for I, it's interesting because I was talking to a friend about, you know, like as an entrepreneur, when you try to plan and build, you know, everybody asks you, what's your three year plan, what's your five year plan, what's your 10 year right. plan? And we start to create all of these like boxes and expectations and things that we feel have to happen in order for us to be making forward progress and like to be able to take a step back from that sometimes and not necessarily not have a plan, have a direction, but be open to the possibilities. That's it. And that's really something I'm trying to embrace and work on all the time that, right, have, have an idea. That's totally cool. But in your goal, in that dream, be open to it. Be open to yourself getting there, not in the exact way that you think that you're going to get there. It's like, Gabby Bernstein talks about that a lot. It's like, have that idea, but be open to the limitless possibilities of how you can get there in the guidance of God or source or or spirit or the universe and be open. Again, it's in the understanding that that knows much, much more than yeah, I could possibly exactly. ever know. Exactly. Wow. That is He's super got, God's got a divine plan that, you know, our yep. human minds can't even grasp at times. So exactly. we got to yep. leave room for the magic to happen. For real. God's got your back. It's not a he or a she, but God is always with you. It's always present with you. And know that, that, that God has your absolute best interest in heart and wants to see you get to your highest self and, and feel fulfilled. But it's just a lot of the times we get in the way of that. We kind of mess that up. (laughs) Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Because we want all this control and it has to go this way. And when it doesn't go this way, we freak out. We lower our vibration. We lower our energy. And then that puts us on a totally different path. And then we could have gone to if we were just open and accepting and loving and trying to keep ourselves on this frequency to be able to accept these beautiful gifts that, that we're able to get. Amen. Wow. This has been incredible. I love just <laughs> hanging out with you and, and talking to you. Do this uh, all day. It's, it's the best. So we will uh, we will start to wrap things up um, soon. And um, I, th- I think, I mean, I, I feel like you're aware of this. One of my major, major goals in life 
that, right, I will achieve, not something that I hope to or I might or maybe and all these doubts and fears and insecurities creep in. Uh, the major goal of Spread Love Movement and just myself as a human being is to shift the collective consciousness. It's literally what we're talking about right now. It is shifting it to a place of more oneness and togetherness and a place of just love and peace and understanding, empathy, compassion, all of these literally loving energies mm -hmm. that exist in the world. So, Jim, what do you feel like you are doing now or, or any plans in the future to help shift the consciousness uh, to that place that we both want it to get to? Hmm. That's a good question. You know, as you said, I think every, every moment in which we're living is an experience to be like, is an opportunity for us to be a part of that shift hmm. in each interaction I have with someone, I can be a part of that shift. It, 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 it's something that like is happening in every moment. Like we have the choice in how we engage with people in this world and, and we can choose to be the light, you know, um, it's not necessarily easy all the time, but like, and I think something people don't realize, you know, especially someone like you, Justin, is that when we're out in this world, just being these most authentic versions of ourselves, people see it and they start to mirror it as well. So it's like, we just got to keep walking on this path and talking about these things and breaking them down in ways that people can understand them and feel as though they're things that they can also be a part of. It's not like this, this unattainable thing, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. Jim, that is it. Oh my gosh, that is it. I want to ask people that question because it is a, in a way, a kind of a daunting question. It's like, how are you going to shift the collective consciousness of the planet? That's like, oh my God, like what? You know what I mean? It's like, it's a big question to ask people. And more times than not, the response has been exactly that. And I keep thinking, you know, someone's going to come up with this grand scheme plan of, okay, this is what we have to do. And, and that, listen, if that's your thought, that's cool. I still, I love you. It's awesome. It's a, that's a giant thought, but I really feel like you nailed it. It starts with us. Mm -hmm. And when you said just us going out into the world and, and trying to be our best, highest self, that that's it. People see that and they recognize it and they're like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's something going on right there and exactly. you can't help. Right, but not notice it. Like it's 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 too it's too transparent and it's too blatant for people to not notice. And then when they do, that might just plant that little seed. Just or it bit. might that's it. It might shift their consciousness just a little bit. Mm -hmm. And that's all that is really needed in order to get things going and to create that ripple effect and to create that shift. Huge that was perfect. <laughs> So good. It just, it starts with all of us, right? We can't put the responsibility on somebody else. It doesn't work that way. It starts with us. Be the best version, the most beautiful, loving, kind version of yourself. Mm -hmm. And that's how we do it. Because with that thought jam, if everybody in this exact moment had that thought and said, okay, I'm going to dedicate myself to this. This is what I'm going to do. Everyone on the planet, boom, it would shift just like that. Mm -hmm. That is it. That's the secret. That's the goal. That that's how we, how I truly uh, believe that we can get there. 
And I just, that was a, an incredible response. I love it. Thank you. <laughs> yes. So this has been phenomenal. Uh, Jam, if you could just let people know where to find you, what you're doing, um, social media, any website links, yeah. anything like that. Yeah. So people can, uh, can get to know Jam more. Yeah, just, of course. Yeah, um, yeah, you can find me on Instagram at Miss, M-I-S-S underscore Jamila. Um, and I also have a company, which is called The Barrel Company. I'm actually in the uh, process of going through um, a redesign um, because I think I've had some downloads over the last two or three months. So I'm really on this mindset of, wanting to empower other people and give them the opportunities that I had um, to think about transitioning and doing remote work and freelancing and, and just choosing to live a different lifestyle. Um, I feel like when I wanted to pursue this, there wasn't that many avenues out there for me to, to find the support and to find, you know, projects or people to collaborate with. So I just want people to know that this lifestyle is available to you if this is the choice that you want to make and I want to support you and help you. And yeah, that's what I'm here for. Amazing. Wow. So essentially you're trying to help people live a more fulfilled, happier life. Exactly. Where they can be more connected to themselves and uh, live their dreams. Yeah, essentially. Exactly. Yes. Amazing. Ha, ah, this has been the best. Every single time we get to chat, I just leave it feeling empowered and enlightened and, and high vibrational. So I appreciate you so much for being here. Everybody, thank you for being with us and being present uh, and listening. And we just hope that, you know, some of the ideas that we spoke about will reside with you and at least, you know, create some different ways of thinking. So Jam. I love you so much. Thank you for being here. I love you too. Thank you for the opportunity. Of course. We love you, everybody. We'll see you next time.